When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Oh, good afternoon. Welcome. Laurie and Julia show kicking off the brand new week here at My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Thank you for joining us. Hope you had a good weekend. Let's get the show on the road. Let's get it started. Here we go. What was everyone's weekend claim to fame? Besides St. Patrick's Day fun and shenanigans. Julia? Julia? Oh, mine? Yes. Um, I went to this lovely small town called Waverly, Iowa. Uh-huh. It's about three hours What's away. What's the college there? Wartburg. Wartburg, okay. Yeah, Wartburg, home of the, oh gosh, Wizards. I think they're the okay. Wartburg, Wartburg Wizards. Oh my gosh. But they, um, we had baseball, you yeah. know, baseball has started. So we had a game on Saturday and two yesterday, um, for, it was just fun. And then it was St. Thomas. We, the beautiful thing about having a small town, we could walk everywhere from our hotel. So we nice. went bar hopping, bar hopping, bar hopping, bar hopping, bar hopping. And everyone brought St. Thomas was stuff. Was the game and, like in like midday or yeah, something? It was. So it was over. Yeah. And yesterday went a little later cause it was a double header, but it was just so fun. St. So, Patrick's Day is fun. It was so much fun. It's fun because it's like all ages. Yeah. I mean, when everyone we were was at, happy. We were at O'Gara's in the afternoon. The last time it'll be at O'Gara's because it's closing in November. You know, yeah. they're going to tear it down. And remodel it and put it back up, I thought. Is it not? They, they bought three houses that are next door. Casey got the whole scoop. Three houses. There's going to be 150 apartments. There's nowhere to park. I, I but the bar and restaurant will open up again, but right? Smaller, smaller, much really? smaller. It was kind of, it was kind of sad, and it was packed at O'Gara's because that has just been a staple. And right. I ran it. To I didn't know that a gazillion people, salon people, Linda from Doctor Crutchfield, partied with the Klondike Kates neighbors. Casey runs into everybody, everybody, because he's a St. Paul guy. Yeah. He ran into a gazillion people, but. Yeah, it's going to be. I did That's know. our last St. Patrick's Day at O'Gara's, yeah, looking right. like that with the big, <sighs> the big parking lot and everything. So I don't know if they're going to have underground parking like they have at Whole Foods, but between that stadium going up and I, I don't know where all this. I mean, it just where is are kinda, the people going to go? It it makes me hold my head and go. Why? I don't like to take that exit anymore. That old Snelling no, Avenue. Oh, it's the worst. It is. It's, it's the worst. Just, yeah. So anyway, it was. Uh, but was it was there good fun. music and bagpipes and, and the bagpipe parade? And I don't know. I like that about St. Patrick's Day. It is an all age party. Party. Mm-hmm. They, I saw Young, the pictures. Old, in between everything, and it was warm. It was warm. It you got, wasn't. You as, look like you got a little sun even on your cheeks. I don't think so, but it wasn't as warm as the one six years ago with your daddy. Oh, when I it remember. was. 80 degrees. 
Yeah. And your dad was very pleased to see girls in shorts, cowboy boots, <laughs> and bathing suit tops. Mm-hmm. He, uh, he was always a fan that of that look, Lori. Oh, that yeah. was his last yeah. St. Patrick's yep. Day, and he really yeah. enjoyed yeah. the spectacle. Yeah, he's a fa- he was always a fan. I remember yeah. the bikini contests that we visited so often in Florida. <laughs> oh man! So, yeah, it was just it was just really a fun fun day. But we were like out out of the house by two and home, home by, by s- seven thirty. That's so perfect day like, drinking. It was kind of perfect, yeah. and we could yeah. see where the crowd was going, you know. Uh, yeah, and, and it was time to go home, because you didn't want to go with them down that route. <laughs> we almost went down to Shamrocks, because they put well, up a big tent and they everything. They do, and they had a leprechaun lookalike contest yes. that would have been funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, Casey was driving, and he was just like... Uh, he, Standing around on the cement and sure. walking around. My favorite thing was that he and this uh, other guy, we had a table, a bar top table outside. Mm-hmm. And we, oh God, the Klon, the Klondike Kates were out, like the current one and sure. previous. And they were a hoot and a holler, I those bet. ladies. Ooh. But we just, we were getting kind of chilly at like about five o'clock. So Casey and this guy, they just carried the pub table inside to the tent. I absolutely we're love that. We're not abandoning this I love table. that, that you just pick <laughs> right. it up and take it with you. That's initiative, and it's why like, not? I want to have a corned beef sandwich, and I need something to lean on while I eat the big sandwich. I absolutely love that. <laughs> oh, gosh, that's funny. Donnie, what about you? Well, I'll do the honor show, of course. Have to do that. That's a tradition between yes. myself and my son. And then uh, made uh, we made our first visit, uh, the gal and I, to uh, Manny's. Oh. I'd never been to Manny's. Oh, it's fantastic. Before. Oh, it's so good. So that place was hopping. Was yes. it? Wow. It always is. Yeah. I mean, it was quarter to f- quarter to six, and the place was jammed. It yeah. always with is. People. On St. Patrick's Day? Yes. Yeah. Had the best waiter I've ever had in my life. The guy was personality plus, and he was a doppelganger for William H. Macy. Really? Oh. Yes. So, I know. What's his name, Rich? I didn't catch his name, but when I said, have you ever heard of an actor named William H. Macy? And he just looked at me and like, he knew yeah. right away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Do I you get know it all the time. I, you know what? Because he's a long time waiter. Don't you remember the waiter that we had at the Polo Lounge that was from Minneapolis that was not at the Polo Lounge anymore and was moving back to Minneapolis yeah. that looked like William H. Macy's? Yeah, maybe it it's him. him. I know, yeah. I wonder. Yeah, he was fabulous. Because you have to be experienced to get a job at. Oh, they yeah. can They can take the best. Absolutely, Waiters, you know? absolutely fantastic service. What steak did you have, Donnie? Uh, I didn't have the steak. She had the filet, small filet mignon. Mm-hmm. I went with the salmon. Oh, you know me, I'm a fish guy. Yeah, hoity toity, mm-hmm. big time, big yeah, time. I'll say. Okay, so I did a marathon on Friday night of that TV show that we were talking about last week, nine one one on Fox. Oh, the Ryan Murphy. Yeah, and it's with Connie Britton, um, Brett, uh, Angela Bassett. Bassett, and Peter Krause. Oh, my word. I know. Everyone loves that show. Okay. It's so good. Yeah. Loved. Yeah. I think I... I Did you see the one with the tiger? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I watched him. I just back to back to back. It's just every 911 terrible scenario that could possibly happen. Yeah, but you get the backstories yeah. on these guys working in a in a fire department and in a 911 call service in the police department. But it's, it's good. Yeah. It works. Yeah. It works. And between that and Homeland... Yeah. Oh, oh my God. I know, I watched a lot of, uh, I did catch up on a lot of TV this good, weekend. Good, I know. Well, Casey and I uh, 
have a new thing that we're doing. I'm not sure how I feel about it, but it's... Uh, Does it involve manual labor? It, no, it's no, going to be I, something else. Hanging upside down on an inversion Did you get table. one of those? Really? Casey got one. Oh, I have to come over and try it. Casey got one. It's in our basement, uh, which, you know, I'm hoping he's going to like, you know... Clean up the area. Clean up the area. He kind of uh-huh. did. But he had a brainstorm and he plugged in Alexa down there. Oh, that's good. So I, I've been asking Alexa questions. She can't always answer them all, uh, having her play songs. But I'm finally putting that little biatch to work mm-hmm. while I'm... Hysterical. How long do you invert yourself? For two songs at a time. What does it feel like? Do you feel like you're taller? Do you feel like... Well, I wondered if Casey was going to get any taller right. by stretching it. It's stretching <laughs> your spine. Right. And um, I would think it would feel great. You know what? It... Yeah, it's weird, but like this like this morning I had Alexa play a couple songs and then I asked Alexa why do people lie about plastic surgery? She didn't know. <laughs> what a weird thing to ask. I know, I'm just <laughs> well, it's like having a conversation with Google. Yeah, I but asked, she doesn't I have as much Google. Casey last night was I heard him just like yelling at her, you know, and then he came Damn. upstairs getting his songs, his Led Zeppelin songs and Deep mm-hmm. Purple and and he came upstairs. He says, well, I learned a very important lesson on my inversion table today. I said, what's that? He goes, you can't call Alexis Alexis and expect her to do anything for you. It's Alexa. <laughs> Alexa. Yes. That's very true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. Anyway. Right. Oh, my gosh. All right. Listen, we come back. It's our story. We can't get enough. Happy Monday to you. Thanks for hanging out with us. Donnie's here. Julia's here. I'm here. Yes, we are. I got one text from Julia this weekend. Sister Jean's team won. I know. (laughs) We were watching it as part of our uh, St. Patty's Day festivities. Yeah, she's the nun with Loyola. She's like the chaplain of the team. Yeah, she's the chaplain of the team. We met her last week. And really the only reason I even fell into this story was I was enchanted with her 98-year-old self. Oh, as everyone should be, because she has the voice of like a 60-year-old woman and the vigor and piss and vinegar. Well, it's great. here's Natalie Morales and uh, Kit Hoover from Access uh, Hollywood Live this morning talking about Sister Jean and the fact that Loyola won another game. Yes, they did. The other person that I loved was Sister Jean. Did y'all see her? 98-year-old Sister Jean. She's from chaplain to, the, to Loyola, Chicago, right there. I love her so much. Nat, she wears custom Nikes. It says sister on one foot, Jean on the other. Oh, I so, love that. Oh, geez, look at her. Look at her right there. That. And and by the, the way, did you see how the whole team came after after the Ramblers won? And kissed her and just watch Sister Jean right They're here. They're just coming up and kissing her one at a time on the cheek. I saw. Oh. Look. Aw. 
this one. I love how he leans into okay. snuggles. Oh, Sweetest thing ever. Listen to the interview. She's done interviews with every major... Everyone is rallying around this team, but you are becoming a national celebrity. <laughs> what do you well, think of that? Really, if I can correct you, international. <laughs> 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 because they, they told me I'm appearing in Mexico and in Great Britain. And so I guess that's pretty true. <laughs> She's appearing. In yeah, Mexico, so Great she's Britain. international. Yes. I absolutely love that. So Leo we just said third seeded Tennessee. It was a big deal, yes. and it was in the last seconds. Yeah, we were wow. watching it. We went crazy. It was you so much did. fun. Oh, oh yeah. gosh. Well, yeah. I mean, if you were inside a bar anywhere we on Saturday, every station Everyone. was turned to basketball. Yeah. I have that- to tell you what she said about Ellen. The fans signed uh-huh. a petition because they want her to go on Ellen, and um, she said she she would. If I do get to talk to Ellen, she herself has done so much good for people in this world. And I don't know that people know that. I would just like to thank her for the good she does. Oh, that's so sweet. Isn't that sweet? Yes. All right. Go Sister Jean. Mm -hmm. And um, also on Access uh, Hollywood. So it came out this morning. Actually, we saw this. Donnie posted the photo of Charlie Hunnam shirtless on the beach in Honolulu. And he's with Garrett Hedlund. And Ben Affleck is there, too. So take a look at Charlie Hunnam and his red swim trunks. And they're kind of doing an action-adventure film that's supposed to be in, like, taking place in Paraguay or something like, Mm -hmm. someplace in South America. So Ben Affleck, though, is on the beach also with his big Phoenix Rising tattoo that Mm -hmm. he had let us know in 2015 was basically... It's fake. Being done for a movie. And Jennifer Lopez famously said on Watch What Happens Live, um, uh, you know, she said, I don't know why he does that. It's awful. I the, His color, his tattoos always have too much color. I don't know why he does that. And Jennifer Aniston had told Vanity Fair, bless his heart, a phoenix rising from the ashes. Am I the ashes in this scenario? I take umbrage. I refuse to be ashes because that's what the right? back tattoo and it's absolutely enormous. And the, it, the, so much so that it goes over the shoulder caps in the front. It oh, Twitter, wraps him. Twitter is having a, a field day <laughs> with this today. I know why he denied it. I would too. Uh, but Natalie Morales points out that on the red carpet, uh, after he was spotted seen with this tattoo, here's what he had to say about his tats. Okay. Here's an interesting mystery that's been resolved. Ben Affleck's tattoo, if if you'd been wondering about it, um, despite years of saying the giant back back tattoo that he has is fake, well, these photos show him on the beach in Hawaii that... I think indeed prove it's real. Nat, what goes into the, first of all. Okay, this is a Phoenix Rising, is that tattoo. And he lied about it, or he said to people it wasn't true. Here's what Scott Evans, what he said back then, this is in 2015. He was very vague with his answer. This back tattoo, real, fake. I have two tattoos. I have a tattoo on his shoulder. I have another tattoo on his shoulder that's a a cover-up of another tattoo. And I had some tattoos done for the movies, and... Some pictures got taken. Some people got hoodwinked. Hoodwinked. Some people got hoodwinked. Mm -hmm. And there's so much hateration going on out there. It's so ugly. And Twitterverse, it's just absolutely... I don't know why you'd lie about something that was permanently inked on your body. I don't know. Maybe he's embarrassed. He did it right when his marriage was blowing up. And maybe he's embarrassed that he made such a 
All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. A bold statement. I mean, now this tattoo is taken on a story of its own when it could have easily been a story that came and went in two days way back when. Because why do we care except for the fact that he lied? It's so stupid. Why would you lie about a tattoo? To laughing at him over something we were laughing at in 2015 because we kind of felt it was real. Mm -hmm. And we felt it was real when. Jennifer Aniston basically, or Jennifer Garner said, you know, what am I? I refuse to be the ashes because she would have seen it. Anyway, it's Twitter. Uh, The only thing I can think about is very funny. All right, tell me what they're saying. The only reason I'm thinking he would lie is he was embarrassed that he got it. Because it's massive. So, oh, Sophia, that's Sophia Benoit said, I've been following the Ben Affleck back to tattoo drama more closely than the Mueller investigation. <laughs> um, the next time you're feeling sad, remember you're not Ben Affleck, so you don't have a tattoo so big and ugly and so rid, uh, uh, ridiculed that you had to lie and say it was only temporary and just for a movie when it was so clearly not. Um Ben Affleck's back tattoo is like if Lisa Frank had a darker childhood. I don't even know what that is. Lisa Frank. Sarah Jessica's Parker liking this Instagram post about Ben Affleck's awful back tattoo is the funniest thing I've seen in 2018. Uh, This tattoo drama is further proof. Ben Affleck never deserved Jennifer Garner in the first place. Mm-hmm. Oh, Lisa Frank makes those uh, little school supplies for oh, kids. Okay, Lisa oh, Frank. Yeah, I thought okay. that sounded familiar. Um. So anyway, it's just they're really having a lot of fun with his tattoo. I was really having why, fun. But looking. why do you think he'd lie? Do you think it's just because he's embarrassed? That's I, all I could think of. I don't know why he. I. I don't know. I don't know. I think he's... I mean, when you lie about stuff right away because you're kind of embarrassed or caught off guard, but as tattoos, not a big deal, but I think it's just because it's so massive. It's massive, and also, you know, he was filmed alongside, you know, Charlie Hunnam. We've got the standalone of him. Uh, Garrett Hedlund is also in this movie, Oscar Isaac. It's called uh, Triple Frontier. There's no way he got this tattoo three years ago in advance for this movie. You know what I mean? It's (laughs) it's like... And doesn't Charlie Hunnam's bare chest look beautiful? Beautiful. See, I'm telling you people, Mm -hmm. man, just just stop. Stop and think about what do you want to look at for the rest of your life. That's a midlife tattoo. Totally. That's totally what it is, and that's why I think he's embarrassed. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, for once, uh, Gwyneth Paltrow did say something right about Ben Affleck. She famously said about him, he makes everything harder than it has to be. Yeah. That's what she said about what it was like dating him. Interesting. Yeah. You would think a midlife tattoo would be something small. No. Go big or go home, honey. Yeah. He got like a charger mm-hmm. car, too. 
But no, okay. go ahead and look at Charlie Hunnam. Oh, my word. Yes, it's your happy Monday for me to do. It you. really is. It really <laughs> is. We're getting a little V and just a nice classic red I hope red this third trunk. frontier adventure is an adventure with women. <laughs> I want to see them in we'll love We'll see about stories. that. We're, when we come back, we're going to talk Prince with Shelby J. I can't shut it down. It's going viral. This is the My Talk Now Trending Report. Interesting day on the World Wide Web. web. Trending online this afternoon, a self-driving Uber. Uber is suspending tests of autonomous vehicles after a woman in Tempe, Arizona was struck and killed by a self-driving Uber vehicle. Also trending this afternoon, keyboard cat. Bento, the synth-playing keyboard cat, has passed away. Bento was the second keyboard cat, succeeding Fatso, and the synth star was a meme used by people to play off of so rest in peace, keyboard cat. Also, today is National Poultry Day. And Claire's trending today. The mall jewelry chain has filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy protecting, ho- or protection, excuse me, hoping to escape debt. They're not closing all the stores, however, so you will still be able to get your ears pierced at a reasonable price at your local mall. Yay. Oh, Claire's. Oh, Claire's. Yeah. All right. Did you spend I know any Donnie... time at Claire's as a young lass? Well, of course. Of course. Of course. All right, just Where it. else would I get my chokers and my weird jewelry? <laughs> exactly. All right. That's what's turning here in my talk. All right. Here is your four. Who's that? Oh, we're listening to Prince. I mean, we're going to be coming up in April, the uh, celebration, which is happening at Paisley Park for the second year in a row. April and, 19th through the 22nd. Yes. And so we were going to talk with uh, Shelby J today. She's worked, uh, basically, she's been a new power generation vocalist for 10 years. She Her first gig with Prince was at the uh, 2006 Super Bowl, if you can even imagine. On stage. On stage. And the last time she sang on stage uh, was with him, and she is going to be one of the people that are speaking over the four days worth of the celebration. You know, my brother is coming in town for this. I know. You're so excited, aren't you? Well, he's very excited because he's like uh, Rocco is. He's an Uber fan. He's been a fan. Like Jane Hogan Olsen. I put her in this category. Yes. And he became a fan, you know, like when he was in junior high Mm -hmm. and just says love, love, love Prince. But there's all kinds of people that are, you know, speaking at this for the Prince Celebration 2018. And I know um, there are uh, tickets still available, both uh, general, like general admittance and then they have a V8. IP package, yeah. <laughs> VIP, well, that's what they call general admittance because it's a four-day. Okay, got it. Because you're getting admitted yes. to four different days. And uh, uh, I know I'm going to go to a couple of media days, a couple right? of things. And I don't know if we're going to go to the Saturday, the Saturday night thing at Target Center where it's sort of um, people are playing and then they're showing concert footage, I believe. Right. I'm a little unclear about all I that. I am too, but we gave away tickets a while yes. ago for it and it sounds like a cool event and that's Saturday, April 21st. Yeah, so I don't know, you know, Shelby J, she's a musician. They work on their own time. They're tracking her down. Yeah, okay. well that's fine. Right. That's fine. She's in route. Let's uh, see if this gets you hot and bothered, Julie. I want to see if someone talking... Are we going to have enough time? Yeah. I want to see if someone talking dirty to a cup of tea gets you hot and bothered. Okay. Um, It's a Monday. It is a Monday. Pretty much everything does. And this was a few weeks ago. This guy announced a charity scheme with Omaz where you could bid on a chance to travel to L.A., meet this person. This person who's yes. going to read to you and okay. have tea with them and then attend a premiere of his movie. Okay. So let's listen. 
Hang on, I still had Prince playing. Oh, dear, that's <laughs> yeah, that's right. We did stop old Prince there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right, here we go. I'm here to show you the secret to making the perfect cup of tea. Now, the trick to making a truly perfect cup of tea is to coax out the tea's natural essence and subtle flavors by ever so gently vocalizing your desire. You want to make the tea feel comfortable at this point. So, um, you know, help, help the tea let its hair down. Let it relax. Let it steep in your passion. That's it, darling. <laughs> Take your time. There's no rush. It's just you and me. Here. Together. You're perfect. You're radiant. And that's it. Cheers. Okay. Idris Elba did it yes, last year. I remember. remember? This, is, this is Benedict Cumberbatch, I bet. It is. Yeah. yeah. And the only... Talking I dirty Idris, to a cup of steaming yeah, tea. And I remember when Idris did it. And it's... I don't... The charity, I don't know what they do. But it's Omaz is... Uh, I don't know what I don't. It, I think it's an English charity, actually. It's a UK charity. Yeah. But... But what a fun thing to bid on and go to L.A. to a movie premiere. To go to Avengers? Uh-huh. I don't know. He is going to be in a new show on Showtime this, that I am intrigued. I thought that was sexy. You did? I did. did it make your lady parts tingle? No, I'm not going to say that. Okay, all right. I'm not going to admit it. Maybe if it we did should have played it. him when he did I'm a Little Teapot. Yeah, I saw that one when he did that one a while ago. <laughs> um, but he's so, he's quite cute. Yeah. He's quite cute. I he's grown on me more. I thought he was a little not yeah, so much. Celebrities do these fun, goofy, sexy homage it, videos in an attempt to get people to bid. Yes, that's why they. I do get them, it. So um, he is in the TV show that's uh, called Patrick Melrose. It's a mini series that's going to start on Showtime, and I've watched a little about it. And he's he's I think a raging alcoholic and gets into recovery and is from a very wealthy family. It looks kind of interesting. Yeah. Because he kind of plays uh, someone completely different than what we're used to from him. Yeah. Which I don't even know what we're used to because I don't... I, what movie was he in again? Well, he was in um, that one about the Enigma Code. Oh, yeah. He oh, was fabulous. He yes. was fabulous yeah. in that. He was up against Eddie Redmayne. Yeah, That's right. The Oscars. Yeah, tough um, year. Oh, yeah. Playing and, a real-life person. Yeah. And, I mean, he's, of course, in, you know, the Avengers and... Sherlock. And Sherlock. Yeah. Sherlock, he was really good. And he was Doctor Strange. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Thor, oh, Rangard. Um, Omaz, uh, they uh, support nonprofits so they can make the most... Impact. Okay, it's, it's a way to make amazing videos. Yes, it is. I and think they we should start. Omaz. I think we should start doing that, Laurie. And you could just for what you we, could. You we could, have to, There has to be a charity angle we have with a, Omaz. We have charities, but I'd like to hear you read a sexy little Talk number. Dirty to a cup of tea. I think so. Or to a, or to a ruler that. would be more your style. I don't know about <laughs> that. Now, I, here's a discovery. <laughs> by the way, people appreciated my Waterboys Larry, deep cut on Friday, by the way. They did? They did. People, At least two people on Twitter did. did. They? The whole two people. <laughs> my two girlfriend, people. Uh, Shannon, who listens to our mm-hmm. show religiously from the West Coast, yeah. uh, sent me a text last night about our leprechaun pickup lines. Oh, they were so good. Oh, I if, used two of them on Saturday. Did you? Uh-huh. Oh, Lori, that was so funny. That was a funny show if anyone listened to our last hour on Friday. Yeah. We podcast, by the way. You can download us on iTunes and on your podcast app on your phone. Um, I made a song discovery yesterday. Okay. I didn't know. I, I mean, I guess I shouldn't be surprised because 
Elvis Presley literally literally recorded thousands of songs okay. and he did covers of many songs and he loved music's all genre but yes i'm in the car um on sunday and i hear this song and i'm like i've never heard this elvis presley song mm-hmm. and it was so gorgeous i even called my mom and she was not sure that she'd ever heard the song okay and it is called long tomorrow's a long time all right let's play the song okay. before we tell people about it if was not in strength If tomorrow wasn't such a long time Then lonesome would mean nothing to me at all Yes, and only if my own true love was waiting I love this steel guitar. If I could hear her heart softly pounding Only she was lying by me Lovely. Isn't it good? Mm-hmm. Little this, Elvis? Yeah. Okay, so a long time. So that song Elvis recorded on May 26, 1966 during a session for his album How Great Thou Art. The song mm-hmm. originally appeared as a bonus track on the spin-out movie soundtrack album and Donnie saving the best for last. Mm-hmm. What why else is this song Tomorrow's a Long Time? Happened to be written by one Robert Zimmerman from Duluth, Minnesota. Oh, really? Bob Dylan wrote that, and Bob said, "What did Bob say about how Elvis?" He said what did he of say? Presley's cover of his song "Tomorrow Is a Long Time." It's the one recording I treasure the most. How about that? Wow! And the more you listen to that song, the the lyrics are pretty. The lyrics amazing. are amazing, and you know, Elvis was always able to just make any song his own. He sang with so much meaning. That's the one thing you always hear in these singing competitions. You got to make it that the you song, have to own it. it and you yeah. have to make us feel the words and sing with mm-hmm. the path. He was so good at that, but I just that was that's a beautiful. Song. Here, here's a here's a little bit of, of Bob. Okay. Today was not a crooked highway. Very different take. And tonight I could finally stand tall. If tomorrow wasn't such a long time. I like this version too. And lonesome would mean nothing to me at all. I love that line. Isn't that good? 62, I think, for Bob Dylan. Very yeah. early Bob Dylan. Wow. Yeah. So I how- love that line. Tomorrow is a long time. Lonesome would mean nothing at all. Yeah, I know. Oh, it's a, such a good song. Gosh. Anyway, I'm all obsessed with Elvis. I know you, know, you are. When is the, the HBO thing coming out? April 14th. It's called Elvis Presley, The Searcher. And... Um, she said, you know, again, she, uh, uh, Priscilla Presley, okay. just that um, whenever people um, asked, her, asked her, anybody that was close to Elvis, why didn't you guys do something about his pill addiction? Yeah. And they tried, and yeah. he knew what he was doing, and it was all legally prescribed to him. Right. And she said nobody told, told Elvis what to do. 
Yeah, there you mm. go. Except for General Carter, or Colonel Murphy, or whatever. <laughs> Colonel, Colonel Carter, Parker, <laughs> Colonel Tom Colonel, Parker, Colonel Parker, <laughs> Colonel Custer <laughs> at the last stand. Colonel he told him once in the library exactly. with the lead pipe. <laughs> I think he told him something once. That was close. But he uh, told them not to star in a Star Is Born with Barbara Streisand. I know we'll never let that go. No. All right, listen. When we come back, we're still trying to find her. Shelby right. J. Well, yeah, you know I don't know what to listen. tell you. People are in musician time when you're in a mus- when you're a musician. So uh, and that's such a great saying. It is, you Boy, know. You, let's trademark that. People are in a musician time when they're a mis- when they're <laughs> the in a musician. <laughs> hey everybody! Thanks for hanging out with us. We are delighted. We have a singer songwriter Shelby Johnson, or as Prince dubbed her Shelby J, joining us. Hi, Shelby. Hi, how you guys doing? Well, we're good. <laughs> we are good. So uh, we're uh, we're a month away from you know the second uh, celebration, our second year that yeah. Prince has been gone, which I just still seems hard to believe, and it must be for you because yeah. you knew him. Oh yeah, it's definitely. I'm Bradley Trainer, and I'm Don McLean. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like this: A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. You know, every day um, it's something to be like, okay, he's, he's physically not here, but, you know, I feel his energy every day. And, um, you know, he lives on through his music and his his legacy, you know, you can still feel him. But, yeah, sometimes I, you know, I wish I could just pick up a phone and, and call him and be like, what you doing? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you guys, um, how did you first meet Prince? Well, I was singing with Larry Graham and uh, Fabulous Larry Graham, and we I was subbing for his singer. He had a gig out at 3121, which was Prince's club out in Las Vegas in mm-hmm. the Rio Hotel. And... I didn't know uh, Prince was going to be there. It was a Wednesday night. We were doing sound check because Prince's band played on Fridays and Saturdays. But he was there at our sound check. I had no idea. I was singing Higher Ground, a great Stevie Wonder song. And right. I was singing it over and over. And somebody kept asking me to sing it, like, Shelby, can you sing it again? Can you sing it again? And I was like, okay, I'm thinking it's the sound guy. And Larry goes, he leans over, he goes, I think that was your audition. And it turns out, because I didn't know what Prince's voice sounded like, I had never talked to him. Mm-hmm. Turns out that was that was Prince on the mic having me sing that song over oh, and really? over and over. Uh-huh. Oh, funny. And so then he, right, then he comes walking, he comes walking from behind the soundboard. I'm just standing there like, okay. And he's, he walks past and he goes, you're a great singer. And I was like, Thank you. And he just kept it moving. And I was like, that just happened. Oh, my. So that was, <laughs> that was, yeah, that was day, that was day one. And we did the show that night, and there was an extra uh, guitar pedal board on our stage. And I didn't know what the plan was, but I was like, something's up. And during my last song, which was I Can't Stand the Rain, uh, mm. everybody starts going crazy on the stage. So I'm like, well, I'm really killing it. But yeah. no, <laughs> I, I, listen. I was killing it, but right. it just so happened that Prince was walking behind, onto the stage from behind me to that guitar pedal board and got right up cheek to cheek with me, sweat uh. to sweat. 
singing on the same microphone, and it it was just. I was done. Oh, my gosh. I, and that's such a great song. I Can't Stand the, the Rain. rain the Tina, Tina Turner. Yeah, I don't know if she did mm-hmm. the original, but that's how a lot of yeah. us got to know that song. Is oh, that, yeah. Is that the question that people always want to know from you, how you first met Prince, or what is the question that everyone asks you about him? They they ask me the craziest questions, but first, <laughs> a lot of people want to know how, they're like, how did you get in this band? You know, I'm, I'm from a small town. I'm from Greensboro, North Carolina. And they're like, how does a girl from Greensboro, North Carolina, who's in, you know, Walmart one day over here, and saying, <laughs> how, did, how did she end up on the Super Bowl with Prince? Like, what, what happened? So I tell them the story of how that happened. And then a lot of people ask me about, they're like, does he smell? He looks like he just smells like flowers and, and jasmine and just everything good. I bet he, does he smell good, Shelby? And I'm like, yes, he does. He does. He does. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I'm like, yes, yes, he does. But, uh, you know, I never mind um, people inquiring because I feel so special. You know, there's some things they can ask me questions, and I'm not going to answer right. you know, questions like that because, yeah, that ain't cool. Right. But it's like they didn't get to be as close to him as me, so I, I view it as it, they get to live vicariously through me, a lot of the people, especially from my hometown, and I love telling them stories of, some of our adventures and things that we got to do and just also what a great person Prince was like a beyond the music, mm-hmm. like his character, how he cared about others, how he took care of people without wanting a spotlight on him and how charitable he was and how funny he was and just all of that. So I love talking about that. Yeah. We, I, we were really struck by that when Sheila E did the concert at Orpheum hall for some of his charities right. about six months after he died, how quietly and for so long gave really quite a bit of money every year to all kinds of different schools and arts and football. And just, it was really kind of incredible. Yeah, that was his heart. He had such a big heart. And the beauty of it is he'd be like, you know, I'm doing this. People do things, you know, what they're motivated by. If you're motivated to give, you could just give and and let that be enough. Not let me go down here and call every newspaper mm-hmm. and and have and and they look at me. I'm a good person because I gave. It's like no, giving is enough. It's like if people would find out, great. But it wasn't important to him that people knew. It was important to him that the people who needed the help got the help they needed. And and that's what we heard. And if you're just joining us, we're talking with Shelby J. And Shelby, you're going to be here next month, part of the second annual celebration for Prince, right? Oh, yes, we are going to. Let me tell you, it's going to be amazing. Uh, We have the celebration at Paisley Park um, starting on the 19th. And then it all ends with our big, big show uh, which is Prince live on the big screen. And that's going to be like the cherry on the Sunday of the whole celebration at the Target Center. Mm-hmm. And there's going to be like, I can say this, okay, there's stuff that's been like remastered, never seen before, because Prince, he was always filming. Right. And sometimes I'd, I'd be walking to the dressing room and there'd be like cameras and TV stuff set up like we were recording you know, an HBO special or making a movie. And I'm like, why are we, what, you know, what are you doing? And he's like, we capture now so we can share later. And he would, he, he would always capture what we were doing. And so the beauty of it is that now, even though physically he's not here, we get to share all these experiences with people. There are going to be some people coming to that concert at the Target Center that they were telling me, this is their first Prince concert. Oh, it's the right. first time seeing, yeah. 
So you have like the 1979 day ones that got every Prince album ever there. And then you have the people where they're going to get to experience this for the first time. And not many artists, you can feel their energy through like the big screen and the screens are going to be like biggest buildings. So they're huge, Mm -hmm. but you can feel the energy. And I didn't know how I was going to feel about it. You know, real talk last year was the first year we did it. And we only did one song at the end. We did Purple Rain. And I didn't know how it was going to make me feel. I just I just didn't know. Yeah. Uh, because I was there with him, you know, live doing this. And when I tell you that the feeling that I felt and the energy that I felt just doing that one song, and I'm looking over my shoulder, and I'm singing along, and the band is cranking, and he's up there, and the crowd is on the screen, and it's like, the crowd is in Paisley going crazy. I wanted to do a whole set like that. I was yeah. like, can we do another song? I mean, it just, it's all about energy. And if it had been whack, I'd be like, I'm never doing this again. Right. But it wasn't, it wasn't. And I was like, I want everybody at the Target Center this year to feel what I felt last year. On it sounds, it sounds really cool. So there'll be musicians and a band playing, but also he's performing are you, and you're performing with him in some cases. Yes, yes, it's going to be both. Some stuff we're going to be doing with him, and some stuff will just be him. So, and the band is, I'm just going to call it a super band because it's musicians from all of the different decades. And for us, it's a, it's a relearning because some of us have never played together. Right. And oh, so he, fun. It, ain't that something? So it's so cool that I'm getting to play with musicians that we were all connected by Prince. So now he's still connecting us, and we're st- we're still evolving musically, and everybody else gets to see that and come along for that ride too. Oh, so fun. I'm like, okay, can we go yeah, back man. to what Prince smelled like? Because you said he smelled really, <laughs> really good. He did, girl. He did. <laughs> did you ever smell his perfume or his cologne or what was it? Perfume I, or cologne? I, I do. It was thirty one twenty one. We actually, I was with him when he launched that, and we did. Three concerts in one day. Yeah, Lori went to them. Lori went to them. I was at two of the three, and it was amazing. Yes, Yes, I still still had hair. (laughs) (laughs) Well, listen, if people want to get tickets for either the Saturday night or the celebration, go to officialpaisleypark.com. Shelby, Jay, we appreciate you talking to us so much, and we're looking forward to seeing you at the celebration. Thank you so much for having me, and thank you for loving and supporting Prince. Thank you. Oh, you're so welcome. All right, listen, when we come back, oh, what are we talking about? I don't know. You're going to have to 